another week and another episode from the show that tries to comfort you in your sleepless nights or your cold mornings, with some interesting topics that delve into what seems to be those places that our minds don't wander to. But we always think about it unconsciously though. In the last episode I've talked about popular Greek gods and myths, how they shaped some of the vocabulary that we had, and how certain myths were timeless and still talked about to this day, and the lessons we had from them, as well as talking about the generations the Greek gods went through. Starting with the primordial gods, with the likes of Gaia, Nyx, Tartarus, and Uranus, then going to the second generation of gods, the Titans, with the likes of Oceanus, Mnemosyne, Hyperion, and Cronus, and closing up with the last generation and the most popular ones, the Olympians, like Aphrodite, Athena, Ares, Poseidon, and Zeus. This was a very interesting subject to me, since I loved talking about those stories, but what got me the idea was the episode before it, the Sandman episode, which you should check it out if you didn't already. They both got me interested in a common subject, dreaming. Because dreaming is such a magical thing if you really think about it. Sometimes when we sleep, our minds put us in a pre-built world and we have knowledge about our surroundings. Then we go through the motions there, whatever story our minds shows, which isn't necessarily chosen by us consciously beforehand. We just live that reality for a few hours, and when we wake up, we only remember snippets of it. Sometimes the whole thing. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, our tonight's subject. Dreams are one of the most fascinating and mystifying aspects of sleep, since Sigmund Freud helped draw attention to the potential importance of dreams in the late 19th century. Considerable research has worked to unravel both the neuroscience and psychology of dreams. Despite this advance in scientific knowledge, there is much that remains unknown about both sleep and dreams. Even the most fundamental question, why do we dream at all, is still subject to significant debate. While everyone dreams, the contents of those dreams and their effects on sleep can vary dramatically from one person to another. Even though there is no simple explanation for the meaning and the purpose of dreams, which begs the question, what exactly are dreams? Dreams can be images, thoughts, or feelings that occur during sleep. Visual imagery is the most common of them, but dreams can involve all of the senses. Some people dream in color, while others dream in black and white, and some people who are blind tend to have more dream components related to sound, taste, and smell. Studies have showed a diverse pattern and characteristics for the contents of dreams, but some common ones are a first-person perspective resembling when you're awake, it is involuntary, we have no control over it, the content may be illogical or even incoherent most of the time, and harder to connect the dots since sometimes one dream morphs into another one. The content includes other people who interact with the dreamer and one another. It provokes strong emotions, like a pocket reality where you're free from any consequences, however, those emotions are real. Elements of the waking world are incorporated into dreams, adding to the immersion. But like I said, it's common, but not perfect for everyone. Like the first person perspective, I'm one of those people who dreams seeing myself in third person view. Me the dreamer being a mere spectator, from different angles, shooting scenes like a camera that my other self is living and portraying. Researchers believed that dreams have a purpose, but it may not be to send us messages about self-improvement or the future. Instead, many researchers now believe that dreaming mediates memory consolidation and mood regulation, 
which begs the question, can we interpret our dreams? People have always tried to figure out the meaning of their dreams, but dream interpretation as a field of psychological study emerged in 1899 when Sigmund Freud published The Interpretation of Dreams. Today, most experts disagree with Freud's conclusions, and some don't believe dreams signify anything at all, but people continue to mine them for clues to their inner lives, creative insight, and even hints of the future. Dreams are the stories that the brain tells us during the REM, rapid eye movement, stage of sleep, which is the last stage. But let's talk about stages of sleep a bit first. There are five phases of sleep in the sleep cycle. Stage 1, light sleep, slow eye movement, and reduced muscle activity. This stage forms 4-5% to of total sleep. Stage 2, eye movement stops and brain waves become slower, with occasional bursts of rapid waves called sleep spindles. This stage forms 45-55% to of total sleep. Stage 3, extremely low brain waves called delta waves begin to appear, interspersed with smaller, faster waves. This accounts for 4-6% to of total sleep. Stage 4, the brain produces delta waves almost exclusively. It is difficult to wake someone during stages 3 and 4, which together are called deep sleep. There is no eye movement or muscle activity. People awakened while in deep sleep do not adjust immediately and often feel disoriented for several minutes after waking up. This forms 12-15% to of total sleep. Last stage, stage 5. This stage is known as rapid eye movement, REM, R-E-M. Breathing becomes more rapid, irregular, and shallow. Eyes jerk rapidly in various directions, and limb muscles become temporarily paralyzed. Heart rate increases, blood pressure rises, and males develop penile erections. This stage accounts for 20-25% to of total sleep. People typically have multiple dreams each night, and that grow longer and longer as sleep draws to a close. Over a lifetime, a person may dream for five or six full years. The best way to examine all that content remains up to debate, though people who are sleep-deprived also tend to be dream-deprived as well, spending less time dreaming and perhaps not remembering dreams as well. With all that being said, the cause of dreaming is still a mystery, but that didn't stop some theories from emerging. Possible explanations include representing unconscious desires and wishes, interpreting random signals from the brain and body during sleep, consolidating and processing information gathered during the day, and working as a form of psychotherapy. Studies have looked into the importance of dream to our health and well-being. In one study, researchers woke people just as they were going into REM sleep. They found that those people who aren't allowed to dream had more tension, anxiety, depression, a hard time concentrating, lack of coordination, weight gain, and a tendency to hallucinate. If you go to bed with a troubling thought, you may wake with a solution or at least feel better about the situation. From evidence and new research methodologies, researchers have speculated that dreaming serves the following functions. Offline memory reprocessing, in which the brain consolidates learning and memory tasks and supports and records waking consciousness, preparing for possible future threats. Cognitive simulation of real-life experiences. As dreaming is a subsystem of the waking default network, the part of the mind active during daydreaming. Helping develop cognitive abilities, reflecting unconscious mental function in a psychoanalytic way, 
a unique state of consciousness that incorporates experience of the present, processing of the past, and preparation for the future. And lastly, a psychological space where overwhelming, contradictory, or highly complex notions can be brought together by the dreaming ego. Notions that would be unsettling while awake, serving the need for psychological balance and equilibrium. Still, dreaming, at least from a scientific perspective, is shrouded in mystery, with the sole fact that only the dreamer can experience it, that offering a window to be studied or recreated objectively. And with that, dreams can have a couple of types. The one most likely people experience is normal dreaming, which is like a story being read to you, or a movie you're currently in. You just go through the motions without control of the situation. Another type which can be very fun to explore is lucid dreaming. I'm sure you most likely heard of it, or even experienced it for that matter. It's a type of dreaming where you're aware you're dreaming and can gain certain control over the story you're currently in. This may be a good tactic to take sometimes, especially during a nightmare. However, many dream experts say it's better to let your dreams flow naturally. Lucid dreaming is a brain state between REM sleep and being awake. Research shows that lucid dreaming comes with a boost of activity in parts of the brain that are usually restful during sleep. There is also vivid dreams which involve especially realistic or clear dream content. And finally, bad dreams, or most commonly known as nightmares, which are composed of bothersome or distressing content, to the point where you wake up from it. While bad dreams are normal and usually benign, frequent nightmares may interfere with a person's sleep and cause impaired thinking and mood during the daytime. It can occur in both adults and children, and causes include stress, conflict and fear, trauma, emotional difficulties, illness, use of certain medication or drugs. If you have a certain nightmare over and over again, your subconscious may be trying to tell you something. Listen to it. If you can't figure out why you're having bad dreams, talk to a mental health care provider. They may be able to help you figure out what's causing your nightmares and give you tips to put you at ease. Nightmares most times are haunting and a threat that's amplified by our inability to stop them, or even forget them. Nightmares are used extensively in pop culture and media because of its power and looming danger it creates, one of which is an amazing implementation that I absolutely love. And of course, I'm talking about a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, starring the iconic, the legendary, the one and only Freddy Krueger. He's a character created by Wes Craven and is the main antagonist of the slasher film series A Nightmare on Elm Street. In 1968, he was burned to death by the citizens of Springwood. After rising from his death, he began killing the children of the city in their dreams. As long as his victims were dreaming, Kruger could inhabit and control their dreams, twisting them to his own ends. He is also capable of entering a victim's mind via a state of intoxication, whether the victim is drunk or stoned. Any physical harm done to a person in this dream would carry over into the real world, allowing him to easily commit multiple murders. Another idea of a nightmare was in the God of War series. Kratos, our protagonist, was basically tricked by Ares, the Greek god of war, to kill his own wife and daughter. And throughout the game series, Kratos served the gods and took their orders to get a wish that he would get rid of the nightmares that haunt him every night about his family's killing. It almost drove him insane, which he then basically killed every god in the Greek pantheon when they didn't grant him his wish. 
You can see here that it's something relatable. We are most vulnerable when we are asleep, and we cannot live without sleeping. So we're left at the mercy of our minds every time we close our eyes, and we only wish that we don't suffer when we're most exposed. So in most cases, dreams don't affect sleep. Dreaming is part of a healthy sleep and is generally considered to be completely normal and without any negative effects on sleep. Nightmares are the exception, because nightmares involve awakenings. They can become problematic if they occur frequently. Distressing dreams may cause a person to avoid sleep, leading to insufficient sleep. When they do sleep, the prior sleep deprivation can induce a REM sleep rebound that actually worsens the nightmares. This negative cycle can cause some people with frequent nightmares to experience insomnia as a chronic sleep problem. Hopefully, you insomniacs will never experience. For this reason, people who have nightmares more than once a week have fragmented sleep, or have daytime sleepiness or changes to their thinking or mood. They should talk to a doctor, because a doctor can review these symptoms to identify the potential causes and treatments of their sleeping problem. Most times when you wake up from having a full night of dreaming, you'd start forgetting the details and eventually the whole dream most times. Researchers don't know for sure why dreams are easily forgotten. Maybe because we're designed to forget our dreams because if we remembered them all, we might not be able to tell dreams from real memories. Also, it could be harder to remember dreams because during REM sleep, our body may shut down systems in our brains that create memories. We may remember only those dreams that happen just before we wake, when certain brain activities are turned back on. Some say it's not that our minds forget dreams, but that we don't know how to access them. Dreams may be stored in our memory, waiting to be recalled. This may explain why you suddenly remember a dream later in the day. Something may have happened to trigger that memory. Now for people who want to document or interpret dreams, remembering them is a key first step. The ability to recall dreams can be different from every person and may vary based on age, but here's some tips to try if that's your goal. Wake up without an alarm. You're more likely to remember your dreams if you wake up naturally than with an alarm. Your brain focuses on turning off the annoying sound and not on your dream. Remind yourself to remember. If you make a decision to remember your dreams, you're more likely to remember them in the morning. Before you go to sleep, remind yourself that you want to remember your dream. Have a journal or app on hand to keep track of your dream content. So hopefully these will help you retain some or even whole sequences of dreams. Because as weird and complex they may seem, sometimes there are certain interactions you might want to remember and visualize them in another time. Dreams are pocket realities you live in, and experience them without consequences. It's an amazing concept in my opinion. But one I'm sadly unable to experience. I very rarely dream. It makes me sad sometimes since the reality I'm waking up to isn't that appealing as of yet. So I'd escape reality by gaming now. But the few dreams that I have are ones that I truly cherish. They come in the moment of need and they give me something interesting to think about. And dreaming is synonymous with aspiration, hope and vision. It's also a concept we hope to realize in real life and actually live in. It's an amazing motivation to have when you actually need it and can give you the proper boost to reaching your goal. But as we also know, a dream can also be a nightmare as well. So we'll have to work out the best and hope for the best as well. Now, I just want to take the time and tell you how precious you are. 
You are a person with dreams, aspirations, and even ambitions. You owe yourself that much to realize what you set out to do. And if you're still lost, I can safely tell you that it's never too late. You never know when your calling happens and when you'll find the purpose to push through it all, which I'm confident enough that you'll absolutely do. Thank you Insomniacs so much for listening and hopefully I'll see you in that better reality.